On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with comedian and podcaster Hewitt Pagenstecker about working towards greater fulfillment and more of a work-life balance. We also talk with musician and comedian Mama Fee about resentment and accountability. Episodes release on all platforms Mondays at 6 p.m. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hey. And Hewitt Pagenstecker. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Um, so Hewitt is a comedian in the Portland comedy scene. He's also uh, does his own podcast, which is was yeah uh, the Urban Network podcast and the Giggles Gone Wild podcast too. God, look at you! Look yeah. at you! Yeah, definitely, definitely. So if you get a chance, please go check those out. This week we were talking about working towards a more fulfilling life. Um, whew, is everybody doing that? Does everybody feel like they're doing that? We were just saying that. Are we kind of always doing that, even if we're not? actively doing it even if you're not doing it you're <laughs> yeah. like kind of like trying to pretend like you are like, yeah. You know, yeah 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 the end goal usually right yeah 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 but you're on like a specific like spurt of doing it right yes <laughs> yeah yeah i'm definitely trying to live it's like always hard to balance right like mm-hmm. i know i um you know i i, I kind of do a lot of things right between work and comedy and right. like producing and really value my friendships and it's easy to get caught up in like any one of those things to be like wow i really need to like push hard at comedy and then you end up being like wow i well, maybe i haven't been spending a lot of time with my family and friends mm-hmm. or yeah. oh i really need to like work hard and like you know be able to like save up money and then it's like wow i haven't had a doctor's appointment in a while yeah and i feel mm-hmm. like for years for the longest time it's like shit when am i gonna get it right you know and i'm still not (laughs) there but that's what i'm that's what i'm working towards is like okay i want to definitely you know be still maintaining those the relationships that i care about Mm -hmm. and like growing in my career and like being healthy when i can yeah that's kind of what i'm working on well i definitely think like having a more overall uh like balance is kind of the thing that allows you to have a more fulfilling life um what's something that you feel like has recently showed up for you that's you feel like is sign of that fulfillment. Nice. Um, so I think, I think I've been managing my time a little better and I, I think I would attribute that a lot to sobriety, which is like kind of new for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, um, how new is that? Uh, I like quit drinking and, and smoking weed like uh, mid January. Okay. Yeah. And since then I've noticed that I've been able to kind of get a lot more done in my day, you know, that I've yeah. got, gotten better sleep. Yeah, that, you know, I seem to be, you know, doing kind of better work and meeting tasks better and deadlines better for my work and, you know, kind of going above and beyond and hitting the gym more. So I feel like just having that extra energy throughout the day um, is something that sobriety has helped create for me. And then that's kind of enabled me to help kind of balance more things in my life at this point in yeah. time. And it's, of course, it's always a, a process for all of us, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So what does that make you think of? Makes me think that I probably need to quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> not well, that it's like a huge issue but just like thinking about how much just that little bit that i do when i do have a day where i'm tired like today or whatever mm-hmm. after yeah like i i'm just thinking i've been thinking for a while like yeah. i should just yeah. like not that it's a huge issue but for me but just that it, i think like you're yeah. saying and it gives you so much more energy and time and it's not even like doesn't even have to be a huge issue like for yeah, me i felt you. like i felt like i was I was killing it and I really enjoyed it and sometimes still miss like getting cocktails or yeah. drinks with friends and, yeah. and getting a, or a beer at lunch or whatever. But I think uh, just I was like, I need to try something new because I've tried the whole getting kind of crossfaded lightly in moderation yeah. Yeah. Like most yeah. days out of the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's fun. And I'm like, OK, I'm still doing cool stuff. But I'm like, you know, I just need to if I could give myself even 10 or 15 percent more. Yeah. activity or bandwidth in my energy mm-hmm. you know then that could make the di- be the difference between you know me reaching a new level as a comedian or being yeah. able to like have a little more freedom like financially you know and i feel like i just wanted to try you know because i've done like month long sobriety breaks sure. prior to this but this is my first time really doing something I'm yeah like coming up on three months this yeah i was gonna say it's almost yeah. three months yeah yeah Good job. yeah no so i was just for me it was like i just need to try something new because you know, it's like I I know last year I felt like I was killing it and or I was doing well in comedy and satisfied with a lot of those experience. Yeah. But I was like, okay, but I need to be making more money. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I totally understand. Um, like I, I would say something that like helps me with like fulfillment is like making those small changes and then seeing how it affects everything. Yeah. You know, because like I like what you said about it doesn't have to be a big problem. Yeah. You know, like if it's just something 
Like, for example, I really like smoking pot. Uh, it makes me very paranoid and mm -hmm. it makes things that are simple. Like the way I like to describe it is like alcohol gives you confidence to do things you've never done. And weed takes away confidence from things you've done a million times. Yeah. I've yeah. Heard you say so that I'm before. like, I'm just adding this extra level of like anxiety to something that just didn't need to have it. Yeah. So I remember so many times I'd be I, it's it's like so easy to like smoke weed, smoke weed after like an open mic or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like fun, like having those experiences. But I almost would always regret it, like going back into the open mic and just being surrounded by people. Being mm -hmm. Like, what am I doing like they're all myself? looking at me. What am I saying right yeah, now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and I for a while I tried to like, you know, draw it back a little bit because I was just like, OK, well, maybe I'll just smoke after. Mm -hmm. uh, and that just moved the paranoia to after my set, <laughs> you know, because like I didn't want to get high before because I swear to God, I walk up there when I'm stoned and I'm just like, uh, have I said anything funny ever? <laughs> yeah. And it's like the amount of doubt I already have is like a million. Um, but I, I can definitely say that like making those small changes is the thing that helps me feel fulfilled. Is there any small changes that you feel like you've made, Zoe, that have been more fulfilling? Yeah, I feel like I like was really out of balance like when I was in school like last year because I was just like felt like I didn't have the time to be balanced at all. And I feel like I like once I graduated, I really started to like be able to explore comedy, like do comedy more. And then just then I felt like I was getting a balance and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little out of balance lately. So, yeah, it's kind of, but I think that's like what we were saying is that it's always kind of this like re recalibrating or recentering yourself. Like sometimes you'll have a good time and then you'll kind of realize, oh, maybe I'm getting a little off. Yeah. So I just think yeah. like right now my house is really messy and like I've just been. It is very messy. No, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> for me, it's dirty. It's not messy. Like I like I want to deep clean. I feel like I've been saying that for like three weeks and I haven't done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And like I've just had, all, you know, but it's because I've been busy with comedy and like producing shows and went out of town, you know? So yeah. So I think. Well, uh, I, I kind of like what you said about cleaning. Cause I, for, for <laughs> me, I feel like that's like, that kind of creates like a sense of fulfillment where it's like the space that I'm waking up to yeah. doesn't feel like the same chaos I went to bed to. Yeah. They, yeah. You know what they say? It's like your home is like, could be a reflection of like yeah. your you're, life. Yeah. No, it's like, always it's, is. so, you know, it's for me. Well, I'm getting kicked out of my home, yeah. so I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of like even doing small things like that. Like whether it's like, you know, just like cleaning your room, reorganizing mm -hmm. it, making your bed. It's like just getting in the habit of like just doing things like the yeah. small things. You know, yes. I feel like that ends up translating to bigger things in, in general. Right. Like oh, yeah. totally. something that I've um that, I, that I've been doing like like I started around the same time as sobriety. I'm not going to talk about this for too long, but sure. don't mind. doing doing like the whole cold showers cold and, like, showers bad things I've been kind of yeah, trying no, I'm, those I'm curious yeah. Yeah, how, what has it been like for you what it's have you been, been experiencing it, from it so I've, I've I've gotten used to it and I, I do like three three minute cold showers and sometimes these like four minute like ice baths Oof. where I just like fill up a tub with cold water and put a couple bags of ice in there and just like cold set a timer yeah. this is just separate and, from your normal bathing behaviors is like a, in addition yeah because yeah. I want to shower in the morning yeah. I can't, you can't clean yourself in a bath so yeah. normally or, or with cold, cold water really cold water. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so if I do a cold shower in the morning, which I normally do, like I did this morning, I, d I start started off warm, wash myself uh, okay. and then have my phone by the shower. So I press the alarm that's at like three minutes and like 20 seconds. Yeah. And then I do the rest of it cold. Yeah. <clears throat> and the thing about that is <clears throat> one of the benefits is it's um I feel like it helps with uh, willpower because it's like an uncomfortable situation that you don't oh, want to be in. Yeah. yeah. So besides the other um, benefits it gives, like increased like immunity and, and circulation, right? And blood and helping with your blood circulation yeah. and it reduces anxiety and depression and things like that. Inflammation and, too, I think. Yeah, and it yeah. increases mood or improves mood. But the <clears throat> it's just also like practicing just doing something that you don't want to do, and yeah. I think yeah. like that's translated to like being better about procrastinating, for instance, mm. because it's just like jumping into that ice, that that cold plunge, you know, jumping into that cold oh, shower. Yeah. It could be, just be like diving into like a project that you've been putting off for a while. Yeah. 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 It's like getting comfortable doing something that you know isn't going to be comfortable at first and just being like, I'm just going to do it anyway. Fuck yeah. it. But yeah. it has a lot of benefits. Yeah. I think that's the thing that like, just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean I'm not going to benefit from it. It's just maybe like an uncomfortable three minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really I really like that because yeah, I've been cool. kind of doing I, I didn't know if I was doing it right because I have been doing like the hot shower and then I'm just like, fuck it, just turn it down, you know, mm -hmm. and then uh, I've been like doing that. But it's I very similarly feel the same way where it's it's just like I don't want to do this, but I know it'll make me feel better, which is like everything in my life right now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Why does what life have to work like that? I don't know, it's like, man. yeah, all the uncomfortable things is kind of what reaps 
benefits down the road or something. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them. Yeah. I think it's also about relating to like thinking about it differently too. Like, sure. like, like, or finding a way to do those things that isn't like totally horrible, you know, like, like with exercise, like finding a kind of exercise that you actually like versus mm-hmm. like forcing yourself to do some workout that you hate every day, you know? So I think yeah, yeah. Like, you're never going to love it, but you could find like, you know, there's, you could comfort find, in the discomfort. Yeah. Like find ways to enjoy things that are challenging, that are, but not just like suffering through an hour workout and hate yeah, it the whole time. Totally. Know? Yeah. I, um, I've been doing like spin classes sometimes. Okay. You're all speaking of suffering through an hour. <laughs> yeah, which, which are great because it's like you don't even need the discipline to do. I mean, you have to get yourself in the room because there's someone yelling at you. And then you're locked in there yeah. for an hour. They you know? lock yeah. you in. They lock Shut you in there for no up. one. They drop a giant wooden. The hours done. Is it actually locked? It's not. But it, oh, okay, know, I was like, I was locked by your own. I'd have a panic anxious. attack. I'm like walked into exercise. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, you just don't want to be like shamefully leave halfway through. Okay, so it's just shame. That locks you in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Locked in a prison of shame yeah. on a bike. The old shame prison. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no one else is leaving. He's it's like loving. the thing where it's like if someone if, if you walk in an elevator and everyone's standing like in one direction, you're just gonna stand in the same direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If everyone in there Group is think. just like on their bike for an hour, you're gonna you're yeah. not gonna be like, I'm not gonna be a weirdo and it's only like work out for a half hour, even yeah. though that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're all, no. I'll just be a less weirdo and just have like a big bar of sweat up my butt crack when I'm done. <laughs> That's less weird. So <laughs> something that I think that you were talking about is like being in the room with the people and that almost kind of motivating you. What do you feel like uh, the effects of being in a group does for like your motivation? I think I've, I've always, um, de- I feel like being around people that are doing the same thing uh, motivates like most of us, right? Mm-hmm. And um you know, and especially even comedy too. Yeah, totally. It's like you get yeah. inspired by so many comics and see people working hard and, you know, just um even just like feed off their their energy of mm-hmm. creativity, you know, and and um and drive and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so you kind I, of feed off the energy of other people. Yeah. And I so I think that applies to, you know, the gym too and mm-hmm. And just just being just being around, you know, writers. If you're into writing, mm-hmm. um, if you're, you know, podcasters. If you guys talk to podcasters, like we're talking, totally we're did right it. Now. We did the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this is my camera. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. Yeah, but uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think um, you know, it's it's so cliche, but it's like you're like it's people say that you are like the five people you surround yourself with. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. you know, there's. That they're like that's not 100 percent accurate, but it's pretty it's pretty true, right? Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. We're all subconsciously, if not directly, influenced by the people that are around us. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, even if besides the fact that people are doing those things around you and you're like learning from them, yeah, um, you're just like kind of subconsciously taking information in, or they might. Well, like, I feel like I I got ADHD from from Zoe just by like being <laughs> on this podcast. She just just by he proxy. had it before. He's lying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's why we get each other. <laughs> I, I am a little scattered though. Hang out with me. <laughs> You're all good. You're like, have you been hanging out with Zoe a lot? You've been, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, been talking really fast. Uh, yeah. Turns out, um, <laughs> no, that's I, I. I think that's that's really cool that you're able to to take and reframe community in a way that like motivates you. Because I feel like some people have a tendency to be like, oh, this person's doing better. I can't do as well as them. Or why are they getting these things? And yeah. you're like, no, this person's doing well. That, and they weren't doing that well before. I could do better as well. Like just being able to like reframe it as a, as an opportunity to grow instead of like being locked into uh you know just op- almost competition yeah, you know, yeah. like and community so over competition yeah, it's like totally. almost great to even when you're like oh this damn this person's way better it's mm-hmm. like it's good to be kind of humbled sometimes yes. too you know Definitely. Absolutely. be like okay you know this this roof or this ceiling got just got raised yeah mm-hmm. a lot higher up you know and it's yeah. like you know that it just goes to show like how much room you have to grow as as a person or, or me for me personally you know mm-hmm. and and that could be um that could be like like scary and looming and discouraging but it could also be like you know you could be inspired by what's possible you know yes. yeah that's a much better way to think about it too yeah because like seeing other people's success as like inspiring and inc- and and something to look forward to and like th- that you have that much more space to grow yeah. versus seeing we've talked about that before yeah. like, versus seeing it as like <clears throat> taking away from the uh, amount of success that's available to all of us right like that's a more totally. limiting way of thinking you know, about and it there's people don't have cheat codes you know what i mean like we're all humans here on this planet so it's like just because if you see someone do something it doesn't mean like you you're you're able to do anything you put your mind to yeah Yeah, and you can do it in a a different way too like you don't have to do it 
the way that, the, you know, like you can learn from other people's, but you don't, you can have a different path, I guess, too. Like is another thing that I think is cool. Seeing multiple yeah. paths to success. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, cool. We're going to take a real quick smoke break. <laughs> take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Springtime is almost here, and like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business, or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs, or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, $5 to $20, and you can visit our website, rationalunicorn.com, for more information. That's rationalunicorn.com. Through all the seasons, we do community business law for everyone in the community. And welcome back. So, Hewitt, there was something that you brought up earlier. It kind of sounded a little bit about, like, work-life balance. Uh, that's a tricky one for me because I feel like I'm always excited to be doing more, mm-hmm. but I forget that to be doing something somewhere means I can't be doing something somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what are, what are your thoughts on work-life balance and kind of its importance to you? I think the key is to identify like the things that you, that you care about. And that could be like a dozen things for, sure. for some of us, you know, and the key is to be consistent with those like consistency. Mm-hmm. And even if, you know, um, that could be like 10 minutes a week if that's what it needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we could all make 10 minutes a week for something that we want to get better at, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like I know it's, I've, you know, I have, I've um, had that same issue where it's like something that I've always wanted to work on for a long time is like, like writing scripts and like screenplays. And that's sure. been a big cool. aspiration of mine. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing the podcast and producing these shows and trying to make my business work and maintain these relationships and exercise and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have time to write right. a script right now. But I think that's just an excuse because I, I, everyone and I, me especially, I think I could definitely carve out like at least like, you know, a half hour or an hour some evening, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, maybe that cuts into other time. But I think consistency is like the big thing, right? It's just making yeah. sure you're working on it a little bit. You don't have to be like, okay, how do I, you know, divide my time amongst these things evenly, but even just like spending a couple minutes on it, like however often that is, mm-hmm. um, as long as it's frequent, it's like, it's going to start, you're going to start thinking about it more naturally. Like yep. when you're doing other things, when you're walking, when you're, yeah. um, you know, commuting around or something, mm-hmm. it's sure. like, that's what, that's when it starts to like, it's like, um, a snowball, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's like you get like more inspired the more time you put into something, yep. even if it's so small. So yeah, yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. So what does that make you think of? Um, I don't know. I made me think about like I don't know. <laughs> You're five. You're I, totally I had five. a thought and then I lost it. But no, well, I, I, I get so caught up in what people are saying. I'm all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally good. I what I guess what it makes me think of is you know like. I guess the next question I would ask would be like, do you feel like with work-life balance, do you feel like you're about you're more off balanced because you're focusing on life or because you're focusing on work? And this is for both of you. Mm. Yeah. So we go ahead and go first. Let me know. And then Hewitt, you're next. Um, right now or yeah, sure. in general? Okay. Um, Today. <laughs> I think right now, probably, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know that it's one or the other. I think maybe I'm just. So you're just a hundred percent balanced. No, it's that, it's that I feel out of balance in both, I think a little bit, but I think that's okay. also like just our 10. And that's something else I wanted to bring up too, is I think like, I think this is all, I think I agree with you. I think like being accountable for like how you work on things and all that stuff is important. But I also think that we have like outside messages that come from like capitalism that make us feel like we're never doing enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to address as well, because I think that's what I'm struggling with right now is like, I probably am doing a lot. Yeah. I definitely could be more balanced though, just with like my, my well being and my self care. So that's definitely something like, like cleaning your house, exercising, those things I think are definitely like, but yeah, but I think acknowledging that there is an, outside system that tells us that we always have to be creating and always have to be building and that can take away from our like healthy relationships with the things that we love and i think there's important balance between that as well like being pushed by 
that outside drive, but then also not letting that outside drive, like, make the thing that you love feel just like you're punishing yourself all the time, not yes. doing it good enough, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Because I get to that spot all the time where I'm just like, it feels like everything I should be doing more of. And then I'm like, not appreciating all the cool shit I'm doing because I'm yeah, just like, that's it should the thing be I should be doing more of yeah. is appreciating the cool things I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think it's like, that's a balance that's important too, right? It is. Yeah. It's like being kind of content too. And, and like, and 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 like and like happy too with where you are, right? Because I mean, I, this this is a journey for all of us. So that means that where we're at isn't necessarily accomplished right now. But part like something that we should try to do is be content where we are. Yeah. So with work life balance, um, I want to talk about kind of like what I feel like needs to be balanced, right? Because okay. uh, oh, yeah. things that I think that go into like a fulfilling life would include like um, feeling healthy or doing things that improve your health. Uh, working on a passion or a project sure, and uh, like um, nurturing and spending time with the relationships you care about family and friends, loved ones. Yeah. Right. So I think all those three things are like essential and very like kind of important. And even if you are like, you know, um, spending a lot of time with family and working on your health, you're still going to be like, well, there's some definitely a project that I want to pick up or yeah. if you're killing it at a project and you know, working out a lot, you're like, well, I'm so lonely and I don't yeah, have any yeah. friends, you yeah. know? And I feel like, you know, it's, we can't all, we don't want to, yeah, I feel like that there is a big message with like capitalism and stuff that you should always be um, producing. And that's something that I'm so susceptible to and I'm so inspired are, to do. Yeah. But um, I think just for like, for general happiness, it's like as long as you're working on even just one project you're passionate about yeah. or one skill you're passionate about that could even be, you know, your job or even just like learning, yeah, learning a skill while you're maintaining your um, friendships and like just the, your own perception of yourself is that you're improving your health over time or you're making mm -hmm. actions to do so. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of what leads to fulfillment. And those are the three things that you should try to be balancing because those are, I feel like the most like impactful things to us is knowing that we're in good health. We're working on that, that, you know, our loved ones know that we care for them yeah. and we're there for them and, mm -hmm. and, um, and that we're growing in ways that we want to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I, I definitely think that that's, yeah. that's a really good, um, kind of like baseline of like where to start if you feel like you're out of balance. But mm -hmm. what's a question I asked earlier was where do you feel like you're kind of off balance? Do you feel like you're, you're putting more into work, more into life? You were to say that. Yeah, like what's the, what's the area? <laughs> so I feel like the sleep portion. That's the fourth one. Because I've been let's see. I've I've I feel better than I have right now than I have in a lot in a long time. I feel right. better right now right. than I have in a long time about kind of, you know, because for a long time I was put pushing off my career or my money and like health while working on like comedy. And I feel yeah. like right now I've been better about my relationships and checking in with old friends. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a big thing too, is like to check in, check in with friends. Right. And just even send them a text mm -hmm. or give them a yeah. call or make a plan. And that could be as, as infrequent or frequent as, as you want. But even if it's just like once every two years, it's like, it means a lot to that. person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? I've definitely had people hit me up after a while and just be like, Oh, like you saw me and thought of me, or you saw mm -hmm. this and thought of me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that means a little something extra, you know, because it's, it's not like, it doesn't have to be, I feel like when it's like too frequent, then it feels like an obligation, yeah. you know, where it's just oh, yeah. like, Oh my God, now, like, I, I don't mind checking in and being like, Hey, how's everything going? But like, I, as stressed as I am with everything that I have, like if we were to start a whole new conversation and like as much as I like the depth of the conversations I have, having 17 of those all at the same yeah. time, yeah. yeah, fucking exhausting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so actually I want to go back to your question too and just answer it and be like, I think health is where. Health. I'm yeah. sorry, because I mentioned sleep and that's totally health in the health yeah, department. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's 100%. Yeah. But it's taking like, care of yourself, but it, yeah. you might be missing out in different areas. Yeah, like so this the sobriety has been awesome exercise, cold showers, all that. But it's like, I know I, st I have doctor's appointments and dentist appointments that are overdue and yeah. sleep that I need to catch up on. And so that's always a growing thing and like a priority, you know? Yeah. Um, or it should be, right? I think that's one yeah. of the three pillars of yeah. my theory of what yeah. makes fulfilling life. Yeah. yeah. Something that you were talking about made me think about like how I, I learned that there's like, I, so I sort of have this, I think I learned about it too, but I also sort of have this like philosophy that I think despite my thing I said about like the ca outside capitalism, I do think like what you're saying, I think yeah. we have like an innate 
like desire or need to create things that matter and to connect with other people. And I think like kind of what what you're talking about makes me think about these like things that are natural about being humans. I think they've been exploited by capitalism, but I do think you're right. I think like we do need to produce things. We do need to be creative. We do need to have connections. And I think so in a certain way when we, yeah, like when we slack on those things at the level of feeling like a productive human that's contributing to the people that we love and making the world around us better or more beautiful. Yeah, I think that is like a natural part of being a human. But like, I think that's a better way of thinking about it. It's like capitalism exploited that need within us. And that's where we go crazy with like, I'm never doing enough. And then, yes. and then that with the uh, with like every everyone being visible on social media. Yeah. So it's like you comparing. end up comparing yourself to other people. Yes, right. Which Where is super like, healthy. Just for the record, the worst. yeah, it makes you feel so it, bad. It's so, so worse, right? Yeah. Like when you're like, okay, well, you know, if this person's do all doing all this stuff, I could be doing that too. But I think just like in general, just like knowing that you're like growing as a human, right? And yeah. that could be like, you know, studying a language so you could finally take like that trip you've always wanted to take. Yeah. Or, totally. you know, you know, doing your first like, you know, taped comedy special or even your first 10 minutes, you know, yeah. just like yeah. having that be an achievement, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. you know, running a like a like a marathon. I don't know, yeah. just like any anything. You're just saying you, things you just did. Having no, goals. Just... <laughs> no, but it, no. <laughs> things that you work up to and it's yeah. and that take time. But There's it's like once goal. you put in that that work to to grow in some way, it's like those are some big moments for you that are you know not always tied to like relationships or health, but it's like yeah. those definitely fuel the fire of your soul. Yeah, I feel it's like, like personal fulfillment. Life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you when you release an album, right? Like mm-hmm. how how gratifying is that? That, it, that felt crazy. It felt crazy, but it was definitely like a moment that I I should have, and I will next time take a moment to just be like, holy crap, I made it, instead of like, I need to make the next thing, capitalism, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And that's that the difference between yeah. leaning into like that natural, like I need to create as part of my natural humanness versus like this desire to create so we can be earn some value that is not real that we already have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? that you already have we inside all, of yeah, you. Yeah, like the, the nat- it's like it's like doing the things that we're talking about are like fulfilling that natural value we have versus doing it to earn it. Maybe that's kind of like Ooh, the difference, okay. I think. Yeah, like, I definitely like that. I definitely yeah. like that. I would say for me, I genuinely it's more work than it is life. Um, and that's why I get burnt out, you know? Not a lot of people get burnt out on life. I mean, they do, but, you know, like, nobody's like, I hung out with my friends too much and enjoyed the company of my family just too much. Uh, but work, you can, I mean, that's very true, yeah. That's, it depends on what you're doing, I guess. Yeah, it depends on who your family is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love you, Mom. Um, <laughs> but I think that that for me, it's it's definitely, like, work. Like, that's where it's, like, it's off balance because I, I put so much, much into making money or the idea that I need to make money or the idea that I need to make a podcast or clips or da, 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 da. it's the amount of work that I guess I, I take on that. And it, I, I would say it's very much like that. We, the, the capitalistic, you know, like we pride ourselves on how much work we do, not how much rest we take, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the, the, the problematic part about it is that like, you're almost rewarded by your friend. Like if, if I told you I slept for eight hours or if I told you I worked for eight hours, which one would you be impressed by? I think sleep. Sleep because sleep nobody gets eight hours of sleep. I but I mean, you most people would probably be like, oh, you worked for eight hours? Fucking dope. It's because we're all old and tired and burned out though. So we're like, yes, sleep. Yeah, sleep. You, got, you actually got eight hours? I'm impressed. If yeah. We, yeah, if I was younger. Your ways. Yeah, if I was younger, I'd have been like, Psh, work way more important. Work, now that I'm old, I'm old. Eight hours? Sleep. That's how long you're supposed to work. Fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting eight hours of sleep. Yeah, no, actually, that was a really bad example. But uh, <laughs> but I mean we don't I know what you mean. It's like if you were if you were to be like, oh, I I just released um this like out al- this like album I've been working on for a long time, versus like oh I I've been tracking my sleep over the last half a year and I averaged seven point seven hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know one of those things might get more views. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Listens exactly. and streams and I I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm re- I am really looking forward to the next album. Thank you. I'm looking forward to. You better not be getting seven hours of sleep. That means yeah. you did make an album. Chop, chop, man. Come on. Yeah, come on. Hey, we're our waiting. Yeah. Um, Fans yeah. don't care about your sleep. <laughs> no, they care more about the music, and that yeah. I understand. But it's I good music. That, but that's, that's yeah, that's an external motivation of, go. like, attention versus, like, your own, like, fulfillment, right? Because it's, like, when you wake up, like, a month after the album is completed— um, you are you might you're gonna feel like shit if you haven't slept for the all the whole prior year, you know. Yeah. And then so even after that accomplishment, you're gonna just like not be in a good place. Yeah. Mentally, and you know your next album isn't gonna be as good. I was gonna say you can't create as quality of art if you don't take time away from the art to 
have the balance and the rest yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah so. definitely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in even at the very least, like you can't even really enjoy it because it's like I've, you know, I, there's things that like I've won and that I've showed up to and I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm, I'm accepting this thing. And it's like, I'm so tired that like I can't even really appreciate it, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like everything else is going so wrong that like, yeah, by the time I show up to the thing I should be happy about, I'm like so exhausted. Yeah. So, there. yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Hewitt, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciated all the stuff that you had to share. Yeah, it was with nice us. talking with you. Hewitt. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thanks yeah, for having me on. Yeah. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back with Mama Fee. Uh, this is The Smoke Ooh. Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you Burnt Cough. All things Northwest and touring acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We have Mama Fee here, and she's going to do some songs for y'all. So I hope y'all enjoy. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was like, well, we got to... <laughs> All right. Baby, the sun is shining And I, I've been trying To spend some time with you times before but baby rest assured I would join nothing more than to spend some time with you oh please come with me I will take you out to see whatever it is that you would like to do Tell me what you'd like So I can do it right Baby, it's just me and you Being next to you is like a sky full of stars On a summer night Being next to you just feels so right I just wanna some time with you that was an edited version of a song that i wrote i think we're gonna do another song now so uh, yeah pep talks in the morning good meals through the day Letting them know if they mess up, I'll be okay. Bedtime stories and good night kisses. There's the kind of mom I'd like to be. Always lifting them up. Never putting them down I let them stand on their own But if they need it, they know I'm around I will always put them first They'll know they're my blessing and not my curse That's the kind of mom I like to be That's the kind of mom I like to be That's the kind of mom that I like to be 
That has been Mama Fee. Thank you so much. We will be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Every Saturday night at 10 p.m., the Shady Pines edition of Stranger Than Fiction with Mr. B. And we are back with the smoke break. Uh, Mama Fee, thank you so much. That was amazing. Yeah, your voice is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was really great. That was really great. Um, So some topics that you wanted to talk about, uh, resentment and accountability. Yeah. Yeah. It's been something that's been like on my mind a lot, especially like the past month, I want to say. I realized um, a shift in my feelings toward resentment after I started viewing it in a completely different perspective where instead of viewing resentment as just like an icky feeling, because it is a really icky feeling, especially mm-hmm. if you're not just feeling it for the, your loved ones, but for yeah. you towards yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's the way I view it now is when it, at least when it's in matters of another person, if I start to feel resentment towards them, I ask myself, are they showing an example of a part of me that I never got to sur- like bring to the surface or that was uh, shamed whenever I did try to. And like when I start to view it in that perspective, it's like now when I feel that feeling, I don't shame myself for it. I ask myself, well, what about this person? Am I actually like wishing I could encompass? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like with me for resentment, it's like, what am I not communicating? Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I feel like oftentimes, like if I am getting resentful, it's because there's something I want to say that I'm not saying and Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe I feel like I'm not safe to say. So Mm -hmm. I I feel like a little checkpoint for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to check in with yourself and just be like, are they are they consciously, you know, ignoring my boundaries or have I not established one? Yes. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, go, oh please, please. Oh, please. I was going to say, and that's where accountability comes in, where it's just like, it's not to say that there's always something you can be doing. Cause I, like you said, like, do I feel safe expressing my boundaries yes. or setting these boundaries? Mm-hmm. But it's also like, um, was there a chance for me to communicate this? Yeah. Or is this person, like you said, actually meaning what it may be coming off as? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. Well, and it's like, you're being accountable to, to yourself by checking in with yourself about like, what is behind the, those like strong feelings like resentment or whatever so i think i see how that's like part of it too kind of like yeah definitely definitely it makes me think about jealousy too though like do you think of resentment and jealousy like as similar or do they like intersect for you honestly i could see them being similar because like it's this it's when you think of 
jealousy like that's like a direct like oh i wish like i could mm-hmm. i could have that like oh i'm so jealous of you i wish i could do that i feel like it's if anything a more like a where oh uh, bringing it's like you're more aware of the resentment versus resentment is kind of like i don't know what i'm feeling i just don't like this yeah Yeah. that makes sense because i was thinking like a more dissected resentment yeah no no that makes sense because i was thinking i was like well that's such and that is how i I, when i'm jealous i do usually realize it's something that i like like i wish i could have had or something that like yeah didn't feel like it got to develop or whatever but then yeah i was thinking like i was thinking it was resentment the solution i'm like no because i feel like resentment's like when you haven't acknowledged that that's what you're doing exactly but do you have any like what is your do you have any tools for like working through jealousy then like like, I'm just curious. With jealousy or resentment, I guess, both. I feel like I'm this might sound silly because I just said that I feel like jealousy is the resentment that's more been identified. Yeah. But I feel like it's easier for me to be able to navigate through resentment than jealousy because I don't necessarily get jealous as much as I used to, mm-hmm. which sure. I think it's a lot of it is because I continuously practicing a lot of shadow work. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't ever get jealous, but when I do, yeah. yeah. Like a blink of a moment yeah. because I'm just like, you know what? You know, this person may, uh, you know, I we all are raised from like different, you know, crops, you know? So sure. it's just like crops of life. So that being said, you don't know what got one person to where they are now. Yeah. So it's just like the way I've been able to view it is that I've had my moments to shine. Other people will have their moments to shine and so it's like We'll all get, you know, what it is that we we put in for the most part. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. like it's not a competition. Basically. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like I feel like, you know, some people say that, you know, it's healthy to be jealous. And I, I think, yeah, to an extent it is. But I feel like if you're continuously jealous of of other people or things and what have you, then it's just like you you're really seeing everything through the lens of competition, and yeah. that's just not healthy for anyone, especially yeah. yourself. No, and it doesn't feel good either. Mm-hmm. I hate, yeah, hate so. Jealous. How do you work through being resentful with yourself? Oh yeah, that's that's honestly something that I'm still working through because, mm-hmm. um, as someone who's cut off a lot of like close people in my life, uh, family included. Uh, whenever I try to think about like, well, maybe I should give them another chance, you know, and I kind of sit with myself, well, what is it that I'm feeling that makes me want them back? Is it because I actually want to give them the benefit of the doubt or is just there's something missing that they kind of filled? But then with more passing, with every passing moment, I remember a random thing of when they did me, you know, they made me feel, you know, inadequate or what have you. And then there's that self-resentment. And a lot of times when I feel that way, sometimes it's hard for me to like, you know, be like, you know what? You only knew then what you did not know now. Yeah. So you have to remind yourself, you know what? You did the best that you could with the tools that you had at the time. Mm-hmm. And instead of beating yourself over, uh, reminding myself, but instead of beating myself over the things that I literally cannot change from the past, I just take those tools and move forward with them. Yeah. So, and then also like being a musician, like that helps a lot too, as well as I write poetry. Okay. And so I, and now with comedy, I, mm-hmm. I just kind of express my feelings in different creative outlets, depending on what it is I'm feeling. Yeah. 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 I yeah. feel like that's super healthy. Just being able to like the thing that I always say is like, there's certain things I don't want to joke about and certain things I don't want to make rhyme. You know, so I, mean, I, I more than one way to express it. Yeah. Espe- yeah. Especially because like one thing that I learned about like comedy, it, which has been interesting, is that I have a I have a couple of jokes that like when I started doing them, like I really didn't like I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine with talking about this. And then I realized the more I was doing it, mm. the more I was like, wait. Am I fine with this? Yeah, because yeah. I haven't I realized maybe I never really talked about this yeah. with myself or with yeah. someone mm-hmm. professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's still cool because it's kind of cathartic in a in a sense. You know, you kind of get it all out. Totally. I, I made the way you were talking about having like I having more than one way of doing it. I think because comedy is kind of often like kind of like a you know kind of like in your face kind of like like kind of like a more intense way of expressing our oh, yeah. self and then i feel like with music like depending on what you do but your music is very like soft like at least the sound of it is very like soft and kind of soothing yeah and so i think it i like that you have yeah it makes sense to have more than one area because you have more than one side of you to like, i realize that when it also thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i realize with, when it comes to music it's like i i sing every single day i absolutely love singing and since I was like really little like I never wanted to do anything like pursuing thing because that was just like my thing that was the thing that calms me down that's what have you or my form of stimming but um when it comes to comedy I think that 
when I am doing comedy, I'm thinking, okay, well, obviously I'm sharing, I'm sharing something here. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I want people to laugh, but sometimes, you know, I like to make people a little uncomfortable by saying things that are real, that are happening Mm -hmm. to me or, Mm -hmm. you know, just like things that are, you know, just life. Because I feel like, and in the times that I've, you know, said some pretty dark jokes, I've still had at least a couple people be like, hey, I really appreciate you, you know, kind of talking about that. Yeah. This is not an easy thing for people to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. You make it laughable or at least a little bit more digestible, but like still leaves them thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I have a couple jokes like that where I'm like, they're definitely not the jokes that get the most laughter, but I feel like they are usually the ones that have more of a message in them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's something that you connect with more. So I think like the amount that we connect with our art is important uh, to, to make sure that we're always making sure that we're connected with our otherwise you do kind of become resentful at yourself because you're like I have this amazing talent but I'm not even using it for what I want to use it for exactly it's yeah. like you want to find that balance between using the opportunity to say what should be said or what you'd like to be said but also making sure it's something that you want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, totally. definitely um, so with resentment, um, how do you kind of check in with yourself and, and see if you're starting to feel resentment towards someone it's funny because I it just kind of it just kind of happens. I don't know how to say it. It's like, sure. I think of, uh, you know, like, That's So Raven, when mm-hmm. he goes at that Zoom. That's so funny. <laughs> That's literally what happens sometimes. Like, an example would be, like, I, I had a friend or whatever who was, you know, they they were kind of spending their money. They spend like, a large amount of money on something that I know that I wouldn't have done and yeah. like that's not that's their money so like I didn't whatever but I just realized why is this affecting me the way that I did and I felt mm. that feeling of resent of, of resentment and I had like that that's so raven moment of like my dad <laughs> being like mad because they like spent money like helping a friend which I've done many times sure mm-hmm. and then flashback to my dad being like oh so you have money for your little friends but you can't you know like you know spend money on like any bills and mind you i'm like in high school yeah yeah. it's just like whoa so that's where that came from like and it's like when you realize because a majority of like our intense feelings like people are just scared to acknowledge them because they don't know how deep they go like kind of like a cavity you know you you're scared like Mm -hmm. what if i have to pull the tooth or in this case person out of my life because of just how deep that that thing is yeah well i think that's funny that you bring that up because there was a joke i was trying to run about like trauma being like a cavity where it's just like one day you're like something that normally was fine all of a sudden causes pain and you're like oh i should get that looked at and then two years later you're just like "Mm, i can make it work you know (laughs) i'll just chew on the other side of my mouth and then you're just like damn but you're missing out on all yeah like good food you probably got some taste buds over there that don't even get in the flavor yeah Yeah. absolutely absolutely but then you just have to you have to ask yourself is this really what I want want for myself like yeah it just gets to the point when you're just like I know I can do better and I I deserve better so why am I just gonna keep you know I I I feel really uncomfortable by people who are constantly being like well that's just who I am it's like, but is that who you want to yeah. be yeah yeah that's oh, the yeah. real question though for yeah, real Dane, you know? Dane said that before like the people that say that often are people that are like yeah well who you are is harmful so that's yeah. why we're talking about it exactly. yeah yeah exactly like, we can grow and change that's what i'm saying <laughs> please Anyone do who can like actually be like i never want to be around people who are constantly like enabling me or you know not like anytime a friend like uh tells me hey so you may not have noticed this but you did this and it made me feel this way mm-hmm. and i'm always like thank you for telling me this yeah. because the thing is you can't expect someone to just well i thought you could have told but you you should have known i was like how should i have known if you didn't tell me yeah yeah and now it's like first of all i'm not responsible for any of your emotional labor mm-hmm. if you're not communicating me yep. communicating with me that there's a problem then there's not a problem yeah Ooh, you know yeah, because sure. we're not we are grown adults we have words we can use yeah them we have the best of our ability yeah I uh, would I do this uh, thing. I do friendship check-ins, especially when I get to a more busier schedule with my close friends where I'd be like, all right. So, you know, I just want to, you know, check in with each other, like maybe once a month or so and just be like, how are you doing? Anything yeah. new I should know? Yeah. Um, is there anything bothering you that, you know, I could be better about? Sure. And is there anything that, you know, that we can be, you know, mindful of to, you know, nourish this relationship? Yeah. Because I find that even if you're both busy and you're like, oh, yeah, we just get like we're busy. One person can be like, oh, yeah, pick up where we left off where the other one's like, what what did I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like the communication aspect is really big and also helpful um, in matters of like resentment, too. So Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think that 
something that you were kind of like talking about is like your friends holding you accountable. Yeah. And that's something that like I am so appreciative of. Mm -hmm. Like if your friends aren't holding you accountable, they don't care about you. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're not asking you to be better, then they're not your fucking friends. Mm -hmm. Well, I think another thing aspect to it is that if they're not asking you to be better, I feel like it's in a way inadvertently them being like, see, then I don't have to challenge Mm. myself because I'm not challenging you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's like that misery loves company thing. Like, Sometimes Look, we both push- suck. Yeah, it's like yeah. people aren't pushing you because they're not pushing themselves and they don't want to feel bad. Yeah, but it really like we all could be lifting each other up. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's nothing wrong with embracing change. But the thing is, the scariest part about change is the unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you had brought up accountability. What uh, role does accountability play in your life? Oh, my gosh. So much because I there was a quote that I saw online that said, if your healing process does not involve radical accountability and acceptance, then you're not on a healing uh, healing path at all. You're on the path to, um, what is it? Just <laughs> resentment and uh, <laughs> what is it? Just a victim complex. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I feel like obviously there are, like, am I allowed to swear? Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No. <laughs> like, Internet radio, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes shit just happens. All right. Yeah. Shit just happens. But there's like, I feel like as someone who's, you know, like struggles with, you know, bipolar disorder, depress- mm. depression, OCD, and has, you know, had their share of suicidal attempts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I can honestly say there's still something that you can do. There's still a role that you can play in um holding yourself accountable for like certain habits and and it can be scary because yeah. it goes back to that that realization of once you acknowledge like oh shit i i i've been Harmful. a factor of this like yeah. i could have done i could have changed this years ago or yeah. what have you that that's a really hard realization and i've had that many yes. times and i still mm-hmm. have that randomly when and you know when i'm you know going through that whole that's so raven moment of being mm-hmm. like why did when did i first feel this way because why am i so triggered mm-hmm. and yeah. then you go oh my god if i realized this then i could have unraveled the it's like pulling a thread a loose piece mm-hmm. of thread you know yeah and that's scary for a lot of people it's it's terrifying for me every time it happens but like every time it does happen then i feel like i'm a little bit more knowledgeable on how mm-hmm. to handle it the next time it pops up yeah mm-hmm. exactly and i think almost just like handling things in a way where you have a like a belief that you become stronger by acknowledging one thing the next thing that you're acknowledging becomes that much easier yeah i think that that's a really cool way of framing it yeah yeah I like um it. zoe what's uh what what are your what are your thoughts on accountability um i think it's really important i think that's why i i tend to be somebody who like I mean, it's part of why I'm somebody who like shares most of my like internal. That's probably also my neurodivergence, but I share a lot of my internal dialogue with people if they're around me. Um, and I think part of that is accountability. Yeah, like asking for accountability, and also like if I'm, yeah, if I'm repeating the same pattern, like I if I if I check because I notice like people that don't do that, it's like they are less receptive to like uh, feedback or like they will take something that you do and then not like you said and then not tell you that how it hurt them and then treat you as if you're intentionally hurting them yeah. when they haven't told you that you hurt them and then like tr- and then I've had that happen a couple of times where I'm like yeah I just feel like so I think in that way I try to be really accountable because I'm not perfect and I do have ADHD and I often like think and do say and do things that I wish I could have said and done differently so really the only way for me to be a good friend is to like hold myself accountable for the things I don't want to you also when you're in that position where someone may not because again like you can also set boundaries but just because you set boundaries and they in your head aren't that big of boundaries you have to understand there's that possibility that they may not may not be able to meet those boundaries yeah Mm -hmm. um and also um with what you were saying it made me think of how when you're trying to talk to someone and you're actually trying to, you know, be communicative. There's also a chance that, you know, they're not, it's like you're hitting a wall and you have to remind yourself, okay, well, you are already, um, you're very much comfortable with the narrative that you've already yeah. put in your head and mm-hmm. there's no conversation to be had because you aren't willing to hear my side. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, like understanding that like, even with being accountable, like you can't counteract somebody's story that they've committed to. Yes. Especially if it's about you. Like there's, there's only so much you can do. All you can do is come with your, your authentic self and be like, Hey, this is me. This was me in a moment. That's the best you can do. But beyond that, it's people have to receive it, you know? And it, 
they don't even have to receive it. They just, it's up to them to receive it. Yeah, and I've used that phrase many times where it seems that you've committed to this narrative, so I don't see any point in us engaging it further in this conversation. I've yeah. used that many times. And I wish I would have said that and to somebody <laughs> recently. Yeah, like, that's a really good phrase. There have, times, there have been times where it's like, I used to like just beg, like, please just hear me yeah. out. Like, you're not listening. And then I realized, you know what? Why am I going to beg for this person to hear me out when I have many other people who are, you know, no willing to be like, you know what, this doesn't seem like you. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or even before it even gets to that point, then, you know, me addressing a problem and yeah. being like, hey, I'm feeling and making sure that when I am being like, this may not have been your intention, but when yeah. you did X, it made me feel Z. And I'd yeah. like to talk about it if you're open to and it. And they're like, yeah. why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That was <laughs> dumb. No, it was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but <laughs> why? Why? It's because you did the letter thing, though. Why? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so slow. I just got it. I just, yeah. you, you hang out with him long enough, you'll start to get it. But it oh takes me. God, it's because he does. So he does that funny. constantly. He does it constantly. Oh my god! You Have you ever tried stand up? I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> what about music? You ever done that? <laughs> well, maybe one of no, these days. No, I'm telling you, he does it so often. He slips them in that my brain often misses them. I'm just getting better at it because I hang out with him long enough. Well, I told Don't you, I just bad. found out about the saying, like, you, can have your, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I just realized that saying last night. I was like, oh, my God, I get it now. Oh, you mean you just figured out what it meant? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, she, like, she knew what it meant. She didn't know, like, no, why know the it fuck meant. it was, like, a saying. Like, why it was a saying. No, no, like, I never, I didn't know what it meant. I just heard it. So I'd be like, okay, yeah. 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 And yeah. then I was like, you know what? And then last night it just hit me. I was like, oh, because you can't have the cake and eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gone. can. It's one or the other. Yeah. I'm slow. <laughs> no, no, you're all good. You're all good. Um, well, I just realized that maybe I've never thought about that either. <laughs> I, it's one that I've thought. I'm like such a word person that I'm just oh like, why? How are you like, supposed to have you? a cake without eating it? Yeah. And it's like, well, you you can have it, but at one point after you eat it, you don't. This it means, is ridiculous. It means yeah. both yeah. things Anyways. can't be true. Is that basically what it means? Yes, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you I look guess... a book horse in the face. What is that one? <laughs> you can't judge it. I think. <laughs> Isn't it something about like a gift horse? Yes. Yeah. You can't judge a book by its cover. Or look a gift horse in the mouth. I know. I feel like none of those things make any sense. <laughs> They're all weird. Um, yeah. But what was I going to say? The yeah, thing like... I was going to say was oh, accountability. Yeah. I feel like the the one of the more difficult things about accountability is being able to create a space where uh, somebody can feel like it's okay for them to be accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. so it's like, how, how would you feel like is the best way to open up that conversation? Oh, I feel like just being transparent with another individual and being, um, letting them know that it's important for them to, to feel safe around you and asking if you feel like, you know, they have space. Yeah. Asking for if they have space always before, you know, you know, emotionally dumping or sharing something that could be emotionally charged. Me sure. personally, I like to do the check-ins, but also say, hey, if I ever do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, yes. it doesn't matter my intention. It matters its impact. Exactly. It's important for you to let me know. Yeah. Because if you don't let me know, I won't know. And I don't want any resentment to form. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even something you said a second ago about like, I know this may not have been your intent, like assuming positive intent is yeah. something that we don't often do. Like yeah. if somebody and it's something it's that right. I'm guilty of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're telling me. Uh, but like, I feel like I assume negative intent with other people, especially because mm -hmm. I have paranoia. And it's just like to assume that somebody is trying to be harmful as my first as, as the first place that I arrive at, like isn't giving especially people. Especially if that's tied to trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it usually it, is. Right? Yeah, exactly. And it's even harder to separate because you're like, I remember this one time where somebody was trying to be intentionally harmful. Yeah. How do I know that's not you right now? And then yeah. also if you're someone who was kind of like a little bit more on the oblivious side or like I want to say gullible but for lack of a better word I was just like overly trusting or something yeah, overly trusting and so it's like when you're someone who's like overly trusting and you got let down over and over again and then now you're just trying to be like protective mm -hmm. of yourself yeah but it manifests in a different way where you're just assuming the worst and it's 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 hard yeah, yeah. no yeah. that that reminds me of like when you're trying to have boundaries for the first time and they come across really harsh the first time <laughs> I tried setting like boundaries with a, 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 a like a close friend of mine so I literally was, I so was weird. sobbing oh, so and I was like over FaceTime I'm like hey um yeah. so so I've been feeling this way and I was just wondering if maybe you could be more mindful. And I'm just like trying yeah, to hold back. And yeah. she's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Like, oh, 
okay. She's like, yeah, I, I care about this friendship. It uh, exactly. Like, you shouldn't have to be worried about bringing anything up to me if yeah. it's bothering you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. And then the more I started to practice it with my other friends, the more I was like, I'm like, all right, you know, now I'm just like just trying to make sure it. I don't get too comfortable to the point where I'm just like cutting people yeah, off. Like, right, right. Turkey, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. oh, like, I feel communities is essential. It's not yeah. like just like, oh, I you could have community. It's, like, it's essential. I Absolutely. feel like, you know, and it should extend further than just like, you know, family or Maybe. like, you know, friends within proximity. I feel like that's why it's important to have like hobbies or things yes. that you mm-hmm. just do your, you know, groups, what have you, because you have people of a shared interest and it feels like when you contribute to toward that thing, that goal mm-hmm. or what have you, it's like you're part of something. No, I agree. I think community is like an essential part of our mental health and our well-being is like con- contributing to something that other people that we care about get to benefit yeah. from or experience yeah. is like. Yeah, I think that's part of our, like, natural human nature, like we were talking about with Hewitt. I agree, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's perfect. Well, and that's hey. how we all met each other, which is super cute, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, comedy yeah. and community. We're talking about us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we get to have the cake and eat. Yeah. yeah, that's right. God damn it. Well, <laughs> that, that has been perfect. the smoke break. That has been the smoke break. We're yeah. here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Mama Fee, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks I for being here. I have been Zane. This has been Zoe. I'm Zoe. This has been Mama Fee. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Dab on them. <laughs> 